Welcome to the Laura Creates Courses weekly podcast. I'm Laura Coulter, and I'm here to share with you insights and stories to help you develop your own effective online course. Each episode includes something for you to do and a way to interact with a community of people just like you. You can find the show notes for this and other podcast episodes at lauracreatescourses.com slash podcast slash EP and the episode number. Episode two is an overview of learning activities and why they're important. Today we're going to talk about learning activities and this is going to be um, an overview. We're going to dive deeper into learning activities in different episodes, but I wanted to talk about what learning activities even are and why they're important. So learning activities are anything that you build into your course that helps the student interact with the material or apply the material or deepen their learning. They run the gamut. There are so many different kinds of learning activities you can do. But let's talk about about why learning activities are even important. This really fits well with learning theory. We are not made to sit and get information over long stretches of time and not do anything with it, but just stuff it all in our brain and then voila, we should know everything. I don't work that way. So learning theory says that we need to interact with the material. Brain theory also plays a little part in this because we have two modes of our brain. We have a focused mode and we have a diffuse mode. A focused mode is when we're actively focused and learning something intently. Now, we have a working memory in the front part of our brain that is a temporary holding spot for new information. It takes a little while for for new information to move into long-term memory, and it takes some, some action for that to happen. While you're focused in learning, it's going into your working memory. Your brain is trying its best to make connections between the new stuff that it's learning and stuff it already knows in its older long-term memory so that if it can make that connection, that learning will stick a little bit more. The brain is desperately trying to do this because it thinks that you're learning new stuff. Oh, I better see where it fits in with the rest of everything. Your job as the course creator is to help make that job easier for the brain. Let's go back to working memory. Working memory is temporary and it can only hold so much. Research has shown that after a while, if you start filling it with too many things, other things start dropping off so that it can there could be room for the new stuff. And it starts dropping off and most times it's not had a chance to move into long-term memory. So you actually start losing stuff. It's like a leak in the brain. So focused mode really can only happen for a short time before the brain needs a break. A brain break is getting up and going to take a bathroom break or getting up and doing some push-ups, maybe going and taking a nap, going for a walk, washing the dishes, anything that changes your brain from that focused mode to just something else. What happens then is that your brain goes into diffuse mode and diffuse mode is where 
it's your brain is making connections fast and furious in the back. Imagine that it's taking everything from working memory and sorting it and trying to connect it to all the stuff that's back in the back. And you're sitting there washing dishes, singing a song, doing whatever, but your brain is doing all this hard work in the background. That diffuse mode is extremely important because it moves things into long-term memory. Then you can go back into focused mode again and have a clean slate to work with and you can start shoveling some more stuff in. Cool thing is, is that what just got moved into long-term memory is kind of connected. So your brain has an easier time connecting to what's in, lo in long-term memory um, and that allows you to hold on just a little bit more. So brain theory is one part of it where we need to you know, understand how our brain works and work within those parameters. Switch between focused and diffuse mode regularly. Sleep is the ultimate diffuse mode. Have you ever gone to bed with a problem that you can't figure out and you wake up and it's solved? You've got the answer. That's your brain working in diffuse mode while you're sleeping. Do you want a way to choose effective learning activities at your fingertips? Download my free ebook, Online Course Creation Made Easy, 25 Activities to Engage Your Online Learner at lauracreatescourses.com. It's designed to help you choose the right learning activity to meet your goal. That's lauracreatescourses.com. Now, learning theory says that we need to work with what we've got. We can't just sit there and intake all this information and not ever work with it. It won't solidify, it won't deepen the learning, it won't deepen the understanding of how these things actually work. It's all surface area if, if we don't interact with it in some way. That's another reason that learning activities are so important. It allows you to practice what you just learned or apply what you just learned. And those kinds of things help keep engagement in your class. There are a ton of online courses where interest just drops off and people don't finish the class. A good part of that is because it's not engaging. It is not an active learning experience for the people in the class. And if it's not active, there's nothing to keep them wanting to come back and keep working. So it's your job as the course creator to build build in activities that mean something to people and that allow them to really understand what they're getting and gives them small wins along the way so that they want to keep coming back. They want to keep doing this. So learning activities can range from anywhere from the simplest thing like cover the screen, turn your head and try to recall everything that I just said. That's a very simple example but it, it actually works because the more you try to recall something, the more important your brain thinks it is. Oh, look, she's reaching for that again. We, we better save that. So the more you recall, the more important your brain thinks it is and the harder it works to put that piece in long-term memory. So it can range from something simple like that cover and turn and recall to something a little more challenging. Say you want your photography students to practice taking photographs every day, and so you ask them to collect 
10 photographs a day to post on the discussion board. And this is a learning activity that gets them applying what they're learning. Then you can go even further and make this a more complex learning activity where the whole course is a project and the learning activities build on that project. And by the time they're done with the whole course, they should have a completed project. So there are great ways to put learning activities into your course to make it more engaging, to deepen the learning and the understanding, and to give students a chance to make connections with each other and with the content. Let me explain that part. Students are working with the content and listening to you deliver the content or reading what you wrote, but they need a chance to apply it to themselves because that's what it's about in our learners. It's what they need. And this is adult learning principles. You put in some learning activities that allow them to connect what they're learning to themselves. That is super strong stuff right there. Also, if you do things like the challenges or if you post open-ended discussion board questions and you get students working with each other, they're deepening their learning and building connections with each other at the same time. And that's a really good, solid learning situation. Now it's time for you to do something. I want you to jot down, to, to, to pause and think quietly and write down everything you do when you're learning something new. If you're not really sure, go learn something new real quick. Pull up a YouTube video to try to figure something out or um, open a short course online and try to take it. But as you're doing it, make note of what you do to help you learn the material. Do you pause and take breaks? Do you pause the video and then review what you just heard or jot down some notes? Do you take handwritten notes? What do you do to make you learn better? And I know that everybody's different and everybody learns a little bit differently, but your practicing this will give you insight into how learners think and their thinking process. You might say, hey, I find myself needing to take frequent breaks or I'm not gonna get it. Then that probably applies to a lot of people. And so that helps you as the course creator. Once you've done all of that, I want you to go to the comments of the video. And if you're listening to this on podcast, then I'll put the link down there because I want you to participate in this too. Um, go to the comments in this video and tell us, did you learn something new about your thinking process? What are some of the things that help you learn? I'd really like you to put these in the comments, not just so that I can see and learn from it, but every one of you is a varied and different person and a different learner. This gives everybody who reads the comments and participates information to help them build a better course. And you also get to read everybody's comments and it helps you understand thinking processes and learning processes for different learners better. And, and this could help you design a better course. That's it for today. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know by giving it a rating and sharing a screenshot on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Laura Creates Courses. I need a cup of coffee.